0: Welcome to our next edition of Sound Out. I am Lucy, Head of Client Services, and I'm joined today by Guy and Bruce, who are the duo behind Tall.
1: Hello. Say hi. Hello.
0: Today, we just wanted to talk around business survival. I think it's fair to say that um, there's been a lot of changes in the environment, a lot of pressure on businesses, both big and small, and I think a lot of them are in survival mode at the moment, so I think we just wanted to kind of talk about our take on it and how the guys have coped from tolls business strategy. So I think, um, my first question I suppose i put to you guys is how have you, how have you coped with the current situation? What's kind of, what's been the deal with you guys?
1: Oh, still here doing the sound. We were doing the sound out. So we, we, we can't have done too bad. Um, Shall I, shall, I, shall I go in shall i go in first brooks yeah you go for it mate. okay no, so yeah. it's obviously been pretty shit um, the last few months um and it's and an annoying as well because uh we know we, we have big plans for this for this year and um, we've still got big plans for this year but we've we obviously had to re-strategize and re um focus our energy on i think what we nicknamed ourselves you know it's 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 a survival mode. You know, we went from plans of growth to, you know, how do we just make sure we're here in 12 months? Now, luckily, in our, our personal situation and the, how the business is um, financially, we had a, a good year last year, um, one of our best. So we're in a position where we couldn't have started off better to, to, to have such a, um, well, an expected downturn in, in revenue and business and conversations. So to be, be prepared is probably honestly not what we were. We weren't prepared because no I don't think any. Um but I think what we've managed to do is is be sensible and, and act quite quickly. I think both me and Bruce, like most business owners, we sat down, you know, that, that week and went, right, what's the plan? What we're we gonna do? Are we gonna you know, lots of questions came straight in and to us about do we furlough all our staff do we shut the doors do we furlough some of our staff and um, what we're we going to do about rent what we're we going to do about that company who we know are going to struggle because they're in manufacturing and we know they're going to shut their factory and all these questions came at us and i think i don't know bruce if you agree but yeah I'm no well,
2: the, the 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 essence of it was was moving at speed right at the start wasn't it so you know it was a total curveball for everybody and um the thing that we the thing that we did do was make some very quick decisions at the outset to you know take advice from our accountant to quickly look um at, at possible funding streams or grants to see what's what was available for us we very quickly looked at um you know projected you know projects coming in and and what the What the next six to eight months was looking like, you know, in terms of the workload that we had, and you know, and whether whether we needed to furlough people or whether we could just carry on as we were, you know, get get our heads down, get get the work done that we had in, to be able to you know keep the lights on if you like. But we were in a bit of a lucky sort of position. I say I say lucky because I I always like to think it's luck, but you know you have to make your own luck, don't you? But we we came off the back of of quite a good year last year so it wasn't total panic stations you know we weren't totally cash strapped and and sort of scrambling about to, to sort of pay wages or anything so we were in quite a strong position but nevertheless we we, we needed to move quickly didn't we at the beginning mm. of the of the whole sort of COVID situation and um yeah we, there were there were other things i mean we didn't get any funding um whatsoever to start with We'd, we we were like 250 quid out of the, the threshold for uh, the, the grant that you get from the councils, annoyingly. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't get any, a, you know, a grant from the councils. Um, so what we, what we did do, because it was our year end, coincidentally, we, we started to have a look at the R&D tax credits, which we did relatively quickly, um, which ended up being quite a, a decent sum that sort of helped us out a little bit. And ultimately yeah. we did end up getting a bit of a grant from Leeds Council, um, which covered our rent for three months, I think, rent and service charge for three months. It was some some kind of discretionary grant that you could apply for. So as soon as that was made available, we like literally that day applied applied for that grant. So we've but we've done we've everything that we can. We-
1: I think we didn't know any of this was going to be available to us though at that point, did we? I mean, it was. So I think the decisions we made was, well, let's presume we're not going to get anything or any help because at that point we didn't think we were going to go. And even R and D, you know, that's not even always a given either. So yeah, I think I remember getting to a crossroads. um, I think it was probably early April, Bruce, where we were, we had to make a decision. You know, are we gonna Are we gonna furlough staff? Or are we gonna Are we gonna just sit tight? Are we gonna Are we gonna be positive? Are we gonna be proactive? Are we gonna You know, are we gonna put the staff to work in a different way? Yes, we're not. We have an influx of new business coming in because people are, are holding back projects because there's a lots of unknowns going on. Yeah. Um, so other than other than our you know continued SOAs we had it was it was a gamble really, and I think. That's business, right? If you're not, you know, you, the business mm. is a bit of a gamble. And I think specifically in the digital sector, in, in, in the agency world, we never have a stream of steady work. It's never been like that. We, it's very difficult to forecast beyond six months anyway, because it's yeah. such an up-down type of industry with, with your ad hoc work and even when you've got your SLAs. So I think we're used to that. I think we're used to riding these little waves all year long. So we never we never count it as a as a given. So we are used to having lower incumbents and then having some sort of um, some bumper months or whatever. Mm. So I think we had that. Um uh, kind I, think, of I think the clients, the
2: the types, you know, the types of clients that we've got um sort of helped a little bit as well because um, you know, we weren't predominantly you know, we didn't have retail clients, many, you know, we didn't really have many retail clients. We didn't have many hospitality clients, you know, the, the types of clients that just totally shut down mm. or closed. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 just gave up all activity. You know, we've got, we've got quite a mix of clients we're you know, ranging across sort of manufacturing yeah. and professional services and, um, you know, sports and all, all kinds of stuff. Um, so again, you know, an element of luck, I guess, for, with that as well.
1: We've been here before as well, me and Bruce. We've, we've, we've had we've had a couple, now, 2016, um, you know, now twenty sixteen, you know, around about the time the bit, the, you know, me and Bruce uh, partnered up and, and then co-owned is you know, We had some tough times back then. Um, where you know, I particularly, I had to make a big majority of the company redundant. So I feel like um, we've been we've been here before, but oh, it might not be under the same exactly the same circumstances, but we've had to make quick decisions before or we probably didn't make them as quick as we should have done back then, but we've we've had to make some tough decisions before, and we've got through much harder times for us personally. Um, so I think we're hardened by that, would you agree but it's like I feel like yeah I didn't it, panic. It certainly I didn't, yeah, yeah.
2: It certainly taught us a lesson, didn't it, to to sort of move yeah. quickly um, rather than sort of sit there and umanar about making quite difficult decisions. Um, that's definitely one thing yeah. that that it taught me, anyway.
1: There's, I think there's like Bruce mentioned the word luck earlier. You make, you do make your own luck, but I think you obviously learn off you learn off previous experiences as well. So we've we've we're shaped yeah. all into a position where where we are now. Um, and that's kind of why we, we didn't just, the, that, just on the just on
2: the staffing. Yeah, just just on the sort of staffing side and furloughing. Um, obviously, guy, we we spoke sort of long and hard about like furloughing staff and you know what what are we gonna do if people continue to to sort of pause projects and pause work and not give us the go ahead for the new projects that were in the pipeline and stuff like that. But. Um, there were a few things at play there, wasn't there? So we we sort of thought, well, you know, psychologically and mentally, for the well-being of the staff, you know, like, what, what would that mean to them if we furloughed them? You know, yeah. what would they think? Would they think the business is not in a secure position? And what what would that mean for their roles and jobs sort of going forward? Um, so we, we we sort of took a decision, didn't we, to, to, to keep everybody on,
1: um mm. we we had the resources even, to do even it. when we had even work, when we did have the month you know sorry we did have that month where
2: yeah
1: we, we were not making any money and we actually made a small loss but yeah we still felt that it was more important to keep the staff on board because mentally yeah like yeah. Mentally, from a disruption point of view and we felt we've, fairly, we've sort
2: of used the time we've sort of used the time haven't we to to sort of revisit a lot of tall stuff a lot of our own stuff yeah. that's always on the back burner it's always like oh we'll get round to that <laughs> and then you never you never quite get round to it because fee paying work takes precedence and you know yeah so we've we've got some exciting stuff coming in September
1: <laughs> yeah chat for another sound out about that <laughs> No, just, notice how
2: i dropped the drop the deadline in there september
0: yeah just on the just on the furlough um point bruce you made about obviously and, and the mental well-being of staff and not actually having to furlough. you didn't want to furlough them because of that side of but obviously there's a business decision that you were able to kind of do, not have to do that as well i suppose um is there any like i don't know tips or advice that you'd give to kind of business owners to to be able to get into that position where you know you could think about other reasons why not to put people you know on furlough for example
2: yeah well there's a few dynamics at play I mean obviously the, the big one is commercials so obviously it, it all boils down to the commercials If if the work isn't there then you know you'd be absolutely crazy not to furlough people um yeah. but we were in a position where we we had um a load of work we would just come off the back of a really successful year and we still had you know at least three to four months worth of, of work to be getting on with so it just towards it it sort of as well as the, the mental wellbeing thing it sort of felt a little bit crazy to to just all of a sudden knee-jerk furlough like half the studio staff when there's a big pile of stuff to be getting through so um you know on the other hand if we were in a bit of a different situation and we'd not had a great year last year and you know the 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 work wasn't there and you know in terms of timing it was kind of like there was a load of work coming but it hadn't all been given the Mm go-ahead for and we didn't have a load of ongoing work then we we would have most likely probably made a different decision at that point
1: so it boils down to commercials ultimately i think it's not that I think it's fantastic that there's the option there. Yeah, I think that's one thing. You know, there's, I'm not going to go into all politics on this, but I think that's you know that that's one thing the UK has done. Tell businesses, and it's and it's going to make a big difference because there's a lot of companies that wouldn't have been here now if it wasn't for the furlough scheme. Yeah, um, I think the, tr- the tricky thing for those companies that have furloughed a, a big number of their staff, I, I believe, for, from a prediction point of view um is that they're going to be a little bit slower getting getting back off the ground again so if they're now unfurlowing um this in july you know it's going to take a little bit time just to wire all the wheels and get back on track and 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 open up the conversations with with clients and projects and get people working back together whereas we've not really stopped so the advantage of having yourself lucy working and me and bruce working and the whole team working is the con the We've been continuing those conversations with the clients, and you know, the clients are slowing down things, and they're pausing things without stopping things. They haven't gone anywhere. So we've been working with them on, from a support point of view over the last two or three months in more smaller tactical thinking, yeah. you know, tactical decisions. Um, what are they gonna do in July? What are they gonna do in August? What are they gonna do in September? And you know, touch wood and thankfully for us, the conversations are completely different now in the last two weeks. If you two would agree, but I feel like we're feeling that already because we've been teeing up things for for some weeks now, if not months, with with clients ready for July, August and September. Um, And yeah, we're in for a very busy um, two last quarters of the year. Um,
2: yeah be, well, the well the, the conversations are slowly changing from tactical very short term i want results now type of conversations to more strategic kind of we're getting back to normal let's start talking medium to long term again at this so um, which is yeah. reassuring
0: obviously from our perspective being kind of you know marketing in a, in a digital world and i think that's really key at the moment mm-hmm. and that's where most businesses are kind of realigning a lot of their budgets and and spend and focus from a marketing perspective. and I yeah. think you know we've been banging that drum for a while about being digital first and I think although the situation's not great, I think it's it's good that it's come about and and that's another reason why we've managed to probably survive the survived the storm, so to speak.
1: yeah I think we are lucky no, no. We, yeah. we are we're in a lucky industry um, where you know Digital is, is being the centre, you know, we've we, we heard about this a lot, we, all, we have done for a while is, you know, the importance of digital being in the centre of your thinking rather than just a bolt on. And I think what what, what COVID-19 has done is, is make some of those maybe a little bit more reluctant to join the digital world. And it's forced, them, it's forced their hand, really, um, and, and the ones that were sort of dabbling in it. have had to take it a little bit more seriously. And that comes from, you know, all from, you know, from a brand perspective um, to selling online, to, to making sure the is tight, and they're spending where they should spend. Because the first thing in a situation like this is that look at the budgets. And we know that, you know, the, the big media spend has been hollowed, you know, stopped dead in, in most circumstances, but the more tactical brand-led stuff can't just, they can't just disappear. Um, and then some of those brands that, you know, we've talk, I've talked to brands recently that have actually had a, a, a big surge in, in orders, and and they've had some of their best months recently because they, they were never they never had many shops. Um, uh, you know, they're in an industry where people have been buying you know, outdoor toys or or you know, cycling gear, and running gear, and you know, so there's, there's there's benefits for for these companies, and, but the ones online are, are, are taking it more seriously. So, in turn. Many more conversations with companies like this, like us happening. Um, so that there are small, um, I suppose, um, positives for us out of this pretty dire situation for most people. Um, but yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. It's um, we, we're lucky, I think.
0: Lucky, or would it's more kind of good business business sense and strategy?
1: I think lucky, lucky in the. The fact that we're in digital, that's, you know, we're, we're best, we're in a good place. We're best placed to, to be able to survive. I think, you know, I think we've got to give us a small, a self a small pat on the back in, in terms of the decisions we've made. Because I think if we'd have, if we'd have furloughed, furloughed the company, we'd find it, we'd be finding it tough now because we'd be unfurloughing them now. And we'd be trying to put an action plan in place. Reconnecting with customers and trying to get the ball rolling, and I think that, as as most business owners don't know that that takes months, it takes weeks, and yeah. weeks. weeks as, well, well, as
2: well as as well as luck, we we worked extremely hard last year, in to to put ourselves in this in this position. Yeah, you know, as as a business, we worked extremely hard. We you know we yeah. just come off the back of the best you know our best year ever, and in order to do that, we again made some good decisions. Everybody worked hard. We had some brilliant clients, you know, that let us do the things that we said that we were gonna do. Um so so yeah, it's a combination of a load of things. But yeah. I always I always maybe dull it down a little bit by saying luck, but I always feel like luck plays plays a big part of it.
1: I mean, maybe just, it just you touched on clients there, Bruce. I think client, I think having good clients is a major factor. Yeah. You know, we've had we've had Good and bad clients in the past. Not all clients are good. I know it's a shocking to happen, but um, we've got some good clients, and we've got some supportive clients, and we've got some forward thinking clients, and we've got you know we've got clients that have, have got their own challenges, um, but they want to you know, they know face them, and and they they, they want to get through them, and they want they need our help to do that. So I think we are lucky to have some really good clients that have kept the conversations going being very honest with us and, and honesty and transparency is obviously a key factor here because you know we know that not everybody's going to be able to just continue as normal and to be honest quickly about that um, it saves a hell of a lot of time for everybody um, yeah. so yeah just we, we didn't really touch on that much the, the, the clients are a key really trust is
2: important isn't it trust, trust yeah. is really important now and post covid i think as well <clears throat> so trust between you know clients and and and, and their partners, <clears throat> yeah. and I think one of the things that we we've, we've been lucky with is that the clients that we work with really do trust us. So you know when they need to move quickly, they they trust that we'll help them move quickly <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. Um, so
1: yeah, and you trust, remember we as trust well. You re- part yeah, you remember the small things. You know, you know. So we've been paying our our partners and freelancers you know we've not not paid them um we've noticed some of our larger uh, clients paying us on seven days rather than 30 days um, without us asking you know and these these are the little things you remember these are the times through you know through the hard times um you know they'll get that back from us in one way or another there's a thank you you know that's a these are the little things that we all remember so it's just about looking trying to support each other um, you know, not sacking your cleaner the first week you can. You know, not 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 trying to you know um, over overwork the system. Um, and like I say, I'm totally behind the furlough thing. I think it's fantastic, and you know we're, we're privileged not to have to about to use it. But um, you know, there are companies out there that will take advantage of these things. So it's it's just a case of having a balance and and being right about it. Um,
2: just, just what, just on an aside, like the just on the cleaner, bless her. So she's been, she's been um, <laughs> coming in, coming in and like cleaning the office, although there's not been anybody in the office. And bless her, she's been like cleaning the microwave and cleaning the fridge out and the know, plants like, are alive. horrible, horrible, horrible jobs. Yeah, feet, you know, watering the plants.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, so yeah, it's it's, uh, a, it's a circle of those isn't it? You know, it comes from the top, you know, from our clients and we're all there for each other and, you know, the client's now are getting advantage of a team being ready to, to go on anything they, they need to press the button on rather than, a, you know, a company that's half failed. So, yeah, it's, um, it's been it's been a, a tricky, mentally draining few months. And I would imagine there's, everyone's got their own story and they're all very different. Um, and let's hope that the next couple of months are the brighter side now um it seems more positive it feels like it's getting back on track lots more conversations are going the phone's ringing a lot more or my video calls which i'm um, a massive fan of um they're always pinging so it's um it seems like we're out of the worst for now it's it's touch wood. it doesn't come back and give us a work time but uh, yeah Looks great like, thanks up. guys
0: All right.
1: yeah thanks Louis.
0: Right, well, uh, thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you on our next handout. Oh